0: You're listening to a Roddenberry podcast.
1: It's the last, last show of the season, but it's the first, first contact for the crew of the Cerritos. Let's celebrate the event by talking about it on the internet. It's 7 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Eastern, it's Monday night, and it's Mission Log Live. I'm John Champion.
2: And I'm Ashley Victoria Robinson, member of the Ritos crew that only works if you can see me uh, tonight it's time to wrap it all up for season two of Lower next sad face from me it is time to take your calls and your comments on episode 10 first first contact will the pack be back will captain freeman be back let's reminisce and speculate and you know what to do of course click the zoom meeting link or use the one tap on your smartphone or call us at 669-900-6833 that will connect you to earl when we love and get you into the Earl Green Room, which we love. So you can talk to us, who we love, tonight. <laughs> if you're prompted for a meeting code and a password, they're on screen, they're in the chat. You got it, no problem, my friends.
1: There is so much love. You covered so much love in your intro. Thank you for I, that.
2: I have a lot of love. My hands don't make a heart because they're weird shaped, but I also think <laughs> that Trek encompasses a lot of love, which we talk about a lot in the moral meanings messages. So we just really want to put it out on my last episode. I
1: don't <laughs> want to derail the show, but I, I never under, I never knew you had problematic hands. I literally,
2: I don't know what's wrong with them, but they don't make a heart. Again, only for the people watching. (laughs) They they don't make a heart. They're too small and weird.
1: (laughs) Tragic tragic small weird hands (laughs) Uh, but glad to have you and yes it is our last show together talking about lower decks Um, it is sad yeah but you know what i'm i'm glad to be here and i I always enjoy that we get to have guest co-hosts i enjoy that norman and i got to bounce back and forth and you know what ashley i'm just gonna i'm gonna do what you do i'm gonna speak something put it out to the universe and say you'll be back there will be more of ashley in the mission log world
3: Well,
2: if you say so, John, it might just happen.
1: Okay. Hashtag
2: cryptic tweets.
4: There we go. There (laughs) we go.
1: Uh, let us also welcome the fine folks who are joining us tonight live. Some of you are over on YouTube, and uh, hello to you. And some of you are here in Facebook, where I just happen to be monitoring the chat. So I'm going to go ahead and give a shout-out to Paul, to Samuel, to David. Uh, and they're all talking about an interview that I will refer to in a moment. Uh, there's Carlos, there's Chris, uh, there's Brian, and, uh, oh my gosh, Michael, Evelyn, or Evelyn. Hmm. You'll have to correct me. Uh, There's Vince. uh, Vince says, banana hot from Milwaukee. How dare
2: uh, (laughs) you? How dare?
1: (laughs) uh, There's my buddy Scott Palm and uh, my gosh. Uh, Oh, and see, Paul's already saying, yay, please come back, Ashley. Oh, I mean...
2: If you insist,
1: okay. This is me. This is
2: my arm being twisted. (laughs) Yeah,
1: right. And uh, Paul Wright points out that we do have a Paul fact tonight. So welcome to all the Pauls and everybody. Even if your name isn't Paul, you are welcome here at Mission Log Live. Glad to see you all. So uh, let's talk about what is coming up in Mission Log world now. Next week, again, sad face that you will not be here next Mm -hmm. week because well, we're done with lower decks. But that doesn't mean the Mission Log live goes away necessarily. We do have a few more Mm -hmm. live shows coming up. And my gosh, um, we've got uh, uh, Discovery. We've got Prodigy. We have all these other Star Treks happening. So there will be more live shows, more stuff to cover that. But next week, Norman and I are going to do something special. There's a guy that we work with named Rod Rod. Uh, Rod Roddenberry is his name. In fact, if you haven't met him, come back next Monday because you'll meet him then. We will have Rod on the show as our special guest. We'll be talking about what is coming up. In mission log world, what shows to look out for how we're going to be handling because i have gotten this question from a few people: How are you handling prodigy? How are you handling uh discovery and what's next because of course uh, these we don't are have the that...
2: important questions John.
1: right right we you've got holidays coming up, and then who knows you, you have more track we we're expecting Picard season two, strange new worlds, and then I figure by the time you get through all of that uh, we'll have lower deck season three who knows who knows. Ooh. Yeah. So we'll talk about all of that with Rod next week. Uh And then this week, this coming Thursday on Mission Log, Deep Space Nine, The Emperor's New Cloak, the one where we go back to the mirror universe this time for the last time. I swear we really mean it. (laughs) That will be dropping on Thursday. Um, And then tomorrow night, Norman and I will be recording Field of Fire. So that'll go up early in our Patreon feed. So you can check that out and uh, certainly join us Thursday afternoons for our live weekly chat in Discord exclusive to our Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, you know we do a little shout out at the mid-show and I will just tease that here and say that something very special happened in Patreon today. So for those of you who are not members yet, yeah, Hang on. You'll, you'll want to know about that. So, yeah. Now, I am told that we have many callers standing by because I think there's a lot of excitement about tonight's show. This was a really cool episode of Lower Decks. There's a lot to pick apart here and speculate about the future. So, if you don't mind, I'll just get right into it with the recap.
2: Do it. Do it.
1: Do <laughs> okay. it. Okay. Tonight's show first first contact. In space dock, Admiral Freeman gives orders to Captain Freeman and Captain Sonia Gomez. The Cerritos will hang out and support the Archimedes crew on their first contact mission to the LAP system to greet the Laperians. Nobody expects anything to go wrong. Just stay out of the way of an unstable planetoid, then swoop in after that all-important first greeting. One more thing. Freeman is offered a promotion to another ship, and that means leaving her crew behind a tidbit Ensign Mariner happens to overhear. Lots happening on the Cerritos. Boimler is making banners for Captain Freeman Day. Rutherford is getting errors in his cybernetic system, which is blocking his vision. Mariner lets it drop that she knows about Captain Freeman's promotion. That puts everyone in the senior staff on edge as they vie for attention from their CO and some answers if they'll be going with her. And poor Tendy Over here some bad news that according to Dr. Tana, she's not cut out for medical. Sad that she'll lose her job and get reassigned to another ship, she and Rutherford embark on a last tour of all her favorite places on the Cerritos. Arriving in the LAP system, the sun emits an unexpected flare which scatters ionized material from that mysterious planetoid. The fragments utterly disable the Archimedes, which is drifting out of control toward the Leperian homeworld. It'll crash in 20 hours, causing massive destruction on the planet. With the Cerritos just behind and seeing what happened, they've got to get into action fast. No option is a good one, as the ionized debris would be attracted to the ship's tractor beam and hull, rendering the Cerritos inoperable too. Desperate for a solution, Freeman goes to her yacht, thinking through a possible way to navigate the field, but Nariner spars with her mother about her abilities. It's a fight that gets personal, with Freeman calling out her daughter for using cockiness to overcompensate, And it just so happens Rutherford and Tendy were sneaking around the yacht as part of their tour and overheard the whole thing. Regardless, Rutherford has a plan so crazy it just might work. Strip the Cerritos of its outer hull. Anything that would attract those ionized particles. They can fly through the debris field and catch up to the Archimedes before it's too late. But now it's going to take all of the Cerritos crew working together around the clock to strip off Every last piece of hull plating. It's working, even if Rutherford slows down a bit when his internal storage maxes out due to all the backups of his memories with Tendy. Ah, But he erases them, and in the rewind, may have even stumbled across something he shouldn't have. The job is done, all except for one last stubborn hull plate. The internal access can only be reached through cetacean ops, but a human will have to swim through the submerged Jeffrey's tube to do it. Mariner leaps to action, but she's needed on the bridge, and she needs to apologize to her mother, which she does, and then takes position as Cerrito starts to navigate through the debris field. Meanwhile, it's Boimler's turn to shine as he dives in to find the manual release. It works, but a rip in his spacesuit causes him to pass out and nearly drown, if not for the heroic efforts of Matt and Kimolu, the resident beluga whales who bring him to the deck. There, Tendi can resuscitate a delirious Boimler. As the Cerritos makes its way through the debris field, taking a beating, the Archimedes starts its entry into the Leperian atmosphere. The ship begins to heat up, and one of the nacelles breaks off until the last second when the Cerritos arrives, activates the tractor beam, and holds the Archimedes in stable orbit. It's only fitting, then, that Captain Freeman herself gets the pleasure of first contact with the Lipirians, and they are ready to party. Celebrating aboard the Cerritos later, it's cheers all around to the heroes of the day, which is everybody, really. They all worked as a team, and it's a banner day for Captain Freeman. Literally and figuratively. Even Tendi gets some unexpected good news. Tana is so impressed with her that Tendi has been recommended to train as science officer. That means time on the bridge, away missions, the whole deal. As the celebration continues, Starfleet officials show up and Freeman assumes it's about the promotion. She's not going to take it. No, she appreciates too much the crew she has around her. But Starfleet have arrived with some very different news. Captain Freeman is under arrest for the destruction of the led homeworld accused of colluding with the Klingons who placed a Veruvian bomb under the capital city. With that, Captain Freeman is taken away in handcuffs as her stunned crew look on. The end. <sighs>
2: <laughs> right. Honestly, so sad, but so good. <laughs>
1: S- sad, but so good. I mean, mm-hmm. I it, my note that, that I sort of started with, and I'm sure that I'll end with, it, is that here we have Lower Decks doing what I think it does best, which is, yeah, it's comedy, it's fun, there are jokes, there are references galore, but they turned in a dramatic episode mm-hmm. with real stakes. And I, I, ju- I think everything... Added to that, like our our journey with the characters, the soundtrack, the special effects, oh my God, everything was so good.
2: And the themes were so clear throughout this episode. I know if, uh, I've mentioned this a couple times, and if anyone's into story circles, you Mm -hmm. can sometimes see where this is going, but... The minute sweet baby Sonia came back from TNG (laughs) and she was a captain and she was gorgeous and she was living her best life. I was like, that's so great because she is... That moment is memified because it's so cringy and so horrific. And I was like, oh, my right. gosh, he's Boimler. Like, that is where he's going. It was so cool.
1: Right, exactly. Well, look, I, I am so excited about this episode, and I'm thrilled with our episode of Mission Log Live tonight because there's like 900 people lined up to chat with us tonight. Okay. So, and <laughs> how exciting is this that coming up right now, our first caller, Chris, check out the T-shirt. Yes. Welcome to the show, Chris. Let me
5: talk so the people can see it. There we go. Yes. John, you obviously didn't get the memo. Come on, man. I did not.
1: (laughs) Clearly. Clearly. Oh, I feel so left out. But uh, at least you two are rocking the sartorial splendor. Chris, what is on your mind tonight?
5: Well, once again, Lord X has turned in a wonderful season finale. They I think it's very easy to say they've done the best season finales out of all the new track we've gotten. So far, my favorite part was actually the like Jennifer redemption friendship arc, Mm -hmm. just because like you take Jennifer who is in the beginning nothing more than like a gag, like it's Jennifer, she's an Andorian, she's badass, and you like develop her. Again, it was so little screen time, but you feel for her and where she's going, and I think she's gonna join the squad in season three, which I'm very excited about. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. wait as, as, as who, who do you want to Everyone kiss now kiss.
5: oh man
2: <laughs> I want Jennifer and um, Mariner to kiss so bad and when we had the moment where she was like yeah I'm just like mean to people and i like oh so you're saying you like me I was like yes. just kiss just yeah. kiss that's all I want I'm sorry Chris to cut you off I got really excited
5: <laughs> oh no no but yes um, it, it's just so wonderful and this has been a wonderful episode and yeah firing on all cylinders as Lower Decks often does
1: I'm glad you mentioned that moment because I specifically left it out of my recap for timing. Um, it, there was just so much that could have been included here, but I did have it in my notes because, like you, I, I was so pleasantly surprised with a character with maybe in this episode less than 60 seconds of screen time, mm-hmm. if you add it all up, but timed out perfectly. So you got exactly what you needed out of that mini arc within all these other gigantic arcs going on. So smart. So well done. And um, yeah, it it shows kind of the, you know, we always talk about this on Mission Log, kind of the the strengths and weaknesses of doing serialized versus episodic. And there is not necessarily one that is better than the other, but sometimes, depending on the storytelling You have one that lends itself better to the story at hand. And I feel like Lower Decks has hit the sweet spot for me in Mm -hmm. many regards where they are standalone episodes, but there is such great payoff because they drop these little threads that they don't forget about. And that was always the cardinal sin of TNG, especially as you felt like this is more modern storytelling, but wait, what happened to those people? <laughs> what happened to these people? You know, and uh, LDS is just, uh, they, they've really hit it out of the park with that.
5: Also on that note of like the threads coming together and callbacks when Boimler wakes up and he says i've seen a koala that is the best callback this i'm like and i'm calling it now the koala is going to be like the big bad of like season four or five Whoa. <laughs> so like gonna come back in like a few kind of role like the koala has, has big arcs coming i wow. just imagine
2: like in futurama where they do the star trek parody episode and he's it's melvar and he's the ultimate fanboy i imagine the koala kind of filling that type of role where he's like i know how to spell tendy
1: <laughs> that's great that's excellent chris it is always such a pleasure I-, I would love to chat more as you know uh from hanging out in the earl green room he said it's a veritable hollywood squares in there with the number of people so <laughs> i'll uh, i'll send you back to the green room and uh we will take our next caller all right sounds good all right.
2: My shirt twin!
1: All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, joining us this week, as he does very often, we have now the Vice Admiral. Welcome to the show, Vice Admiral. How are you doing tonight?
0: I'm great. How are you guys? Uh, doing okay.
1: So good. Yeah, this good. is uh, an exciting episode. So uh, what is on your mind, my friend?
0: Well, I, I have to say that I never expected an all trek, track but I suppose only a show like Lower Decks could have done it, where we actually get to see the ship naked yeah (laughs) yeah it's the it's
2: the naked time it's a it's a theme it's from tos we're carrying it through the proud tradition
0: exactly i mean john has the wonderful cutaway of the d back there which i have in my basement as well but you know what's missing from that What what there's no cetacean ops in that
1: Oh, there is. Oh, we
0: can go fix that. We, get a, we get a Sharpie. And, <laughs> well, it's just one of the big open areas, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. I, let me ask you both about that, because that, that was something that really stood out to me in this episode. There are so many times watching Lower Decks when I feel like, you know, I, I've called them out for doing the list of references. But with that said, they have surprised me over and over again by telling very original stories. I don't think I have ever seen such a thing in Star Trek as is going off and removing the hull plating in order to solve this, you know, otherwise kind of techno babbly question. Had this been TNG, they would have figured out a way to just reverse the polarity, of the deflector, blah, blah, blah. Jordy already have done a thing. And we would have sailed mm-hmm. right through. Right. This was a huge undertaking and really... The kind of thing you can only do in animation. Maybe now it would be easier with CG if you were trying to do this in a live action context. But still, that would just be a huge undertaking. Um, this seemed like a wholly original <laughs> solution that we have not seen in Star Trek
0: before. Am I right? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I would even. Know. I would go so far. Sorry. Go ahead. I was.
2: I was going to say. Um. You said it was easier, but I don't know if it would be cheaper to do in Mm, fully rendered like the the um the effects that we get in in new Trek are so like i I think about the the discovery like stripped down i'm like it would it'd be the whole cost of the episode like i I get i get anxious (laughs) thinking
1: yeah yeah it it really would but but they really pulled it off and that was one of my other notes is just that the special effects overall like Mm. if that had been the only set piece In this, where they're going to spend time and show everybody out there on the hull, pulling it apart and the plates flying away, which look great. If that had been the only set piece in this episode, that would have been fine. But the other thing they did is they brought in all these other very cool ships. And Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, the Archimedes, there were times that I was watching that, that I would just go like, wait, this is still Lower Decks, right? Because it looked (laughs) like, I mean, it it looked like a very cinematic use of of a model or a very high-end CG model mm-hmm. that was gorgeous.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I want to see that in uh, in Eagle Moss at some point in the near future.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. You can,
0: you can see my eagle over my shoulder, John.
1: Oh, I, I'm just, <laughs> look, I, I'm filled with a rageful envy. <laughs> so uh, I'll have one. I'll have one soon enough. Yeah. Beautiful. I know
0: I yeah. Know. <laughs> uh, any other thoughts tonight, sir? I say the only other thing I'd say is that, you know, we we got not just one really great cliffhanger, but another. We got two, right? Because, of course, Rutherford's implant being not given to him by Vulcans, even though it's supposedly a Vulcan Mm -hmm. thing. That's Mm going to definitely come back to us with one must assume uh, a section of Starfleet that's in the charter, but isn't exactly recognized by most people, etc. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Interesting little uh, tidbit to drop in there. Yes.
2: Sad, so sad, though. I know. Uh,
1: until but we hopefully know more. not. Yeah. Look,
2: this show hasn't made me cry yet, and I'm not prepared for the episode that's going to make me cry.
0: Oh, oh, wow. <laughs> I, that day will come. I it, feel will. Like it will. I, I I'm certain. it oh, will yeah. Without <laughs> yeah. doubt. Yeah. Well, I guys, see. it was great, uh, great sharing the season with you, and I'm sure we'll talk some more in the future. But uh, I know you got a lot of more people to get to. So hey. excellent.
1: We'll talk to you soon. Thank Have a good you.
3: Night.
0: Good night, Cheers. both
1: of you. Take care. Take care. Hey, uh, and before we bring in Dave here, who is standing by other Dave in the uh, <laughs> chat room, uh, he, he said something interesting. Hi all, just popping in to say hello from a family function. And then he says, I enjoyed the episode, but disappointed it was a to-be-continued. I much prefer a complete season ender. Uh, any thoughts about that, Ashley? Agree? Disagree?
2: Um, gen- I would say I generally agree. Um, I think that this is closed enough. Like all the character arcs were closed, so mm-hmm. it doesn't bother me as much as it does with the the first time I watched the you know the the camera pan around a Riker, and then I was like, when is this? I'm watching this. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I'm watching this 12 years after it aired. When is this ever going to finish? I'm right. devastated. I, I think it's um I think that to be continued is much more like don't worry. We're like almost done on season three. She's coming. She's coming more than I think a, a story beat. So I wasn't particularly bothered by it. But if anyone was, your feelings are valid and I understand you.
1: Yeah. Well said. <laughs> well said. I got nothing to add to that. Uh, except let's bring in Dave, who uh, this is Dave, not other Dave, who uh, or maybe this is other Dave. and right, the Do other we have Dave a Dave Fecta
2: going on as well?
1: We might. We might. Welcome to the show, Dave. How's it going? <laughs> How are you, sir? By the way, Dave and I had dinner last night. Pleasure okay. to see you then. Pleasure Ooh, to see you brag, now. Ooh, brag, brag, brag! I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> How the you food doing? Was,
3: the food was excellent. It was
1: absolutely I, the greatest. Yeah, I, I like a good restaurant. So, uh, what uh, what is on your mind tonight about Lower Decks?
3: Well, I got to say, um, I had a chance to watch this on one of my recent trips, and when I came home, I watched again. I'm not. I've never been a big fan of animation. Hmm. I, I've never. Uh, I've always admitted that. Um, I never did well with my friends that were into anime, Comic-Con. I, I mean, I didn't hate it, but it was never my thing. This is the first time I've watched uh, what I would call like an animation show, and I wanted to be in it. I, wanted, I felt like I want to be on the Cerritos. And so I feel like I'm watching something that, that could it be live action. It could be animation. So um, that that was the – that's what I feel like when I watch that show, Um, and I had to say it. Beyond that, uh, I was going to bring up what I mentioned to you yesterday Mm -hmm. about Dr. Shax's line. Did anybody – have a chance to rewatch it and look for that subtitle.
1: Okay. So I looked for it and I did not see it. So Mm -hmm. I, if somebody has done a screen grab of this, um, I love this idea so much. So please somebody confirm it, figure it out, do a screen grab if you can, Uh, that you said that there is a line in there where somebody calls out Dr. Aaron, that it is Shax, right? Yeah. Yeah. Calls out uh, our friend, friend of the show, Dr. Aaron McDonald by saying like, Dr. Aaron says you can't do that or (laughs) something along those lines. So,
3: so so Kayshawn sitting there says, why don't we just warp across the asteroids and everybody goes berserk. Yeah. And in the background or of all that audio Shaq says, Dr. Aaron said we can't do that. (laughs) And so I wanted to ask Fred Tattashore. Yeah. Unfortunately, you don't have him on the show, but if he knew what that meant, or if somebody said, Hey, do you know, Dr. Aaron? She, advises us, you know, so I don't know.
1: That that has got to happen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But, but I want to go back to your first comment because uh, mm-hmm. people are are only seeing as you know one video at a time, but we have the luxury here of seeing the whole preview. And when you said that you wanted to be on the Cerritos, Ashley mm-hmm. Ashley lit up. I was were, so delighted because yeah.
2: I'm like a dyed in the like I never grew out of my Disney face. So like I've always really loved animation. So when people are like it's not their thing, that's totally fine. But I'm always a little devastated. But the arc that you took me on. On with but i wanted to be there and i thought it was cool. like that's so lovely and that's i think a great strength of the show um is that once it convinces people we all see look no one's coming here to dunk on the show obviously
3: because that's
2: <laughs> not what we're about but uh that just really made me happy and so i was just enjoying that you took me on a journey in your mm-hmm. journey so thank you for sharing that. speaking
3: of disney that's disneyland behind me yeah
2: Go to the Haunted Mansion. It's my favorite
3: place. uh, I was going to say, it's not just beyond that. It's um, and first, I think when I started watching it, John, it felt like um, they were giving some fan service. And and I think it was very exciting. We we all know that. And it's very good. And I think there was a time at which we wanted it to take off on its own. Mm -hmm. And this season, it definitely did. Sure, there's been fan service. Mm-hmm. There's been the episode with all the artifacts. There's been Tom Paris. But it seems like we're telling a story about these people now. Yeah. And I think that's, you know, I can't wait to see three, four, five, you know, seasons down the road where these people go.
1: Yeah. No, that that's a great way of putting it. And, and I think just one of the things about every iteration of Star Trek is that you spend time in those places. You spend time on the enterprise. You spend time at deep space nine. You get to know those spaces in your Mm -hmm. mind and they feel very real. Um, That's why anybody who went to Star Trek, the experience you walk around the promenade and you're like, Oh yeah, I'm in the promenade. I know how this works, you know? And uh, lower decks, I think had a few things working against it when we first saw it, which is, Not only is it new, and we have to warm up to the characters, but it is animation, so it's a style we're not used to absorbing in Star Trek's quote-unquote reality. But they have done such a good job at making us emotionally invested in the characters, and such a good job of fully fleshing out the use of that ship. I love their bar, bar slash mess hall slash hangout lounge, you know, like, That I think is one of my favorite spaces on the ship. So I love it every time you cut to a scene in there. And they've, you know, we spend a lot less time on the bridge here, but even going into lower decks where they all have their bunks, it's like it now feels comfortable and familiar just as much as anything else on any of the other Trek shows have felt real in that way. Um, But it's a testament to, I think, the writing, but it's also a testament to just making good choices out of where they play those scenes and how they play them. It is animation. They could go anywhere, as they did this week with Cetacean Ops, but they've made a choice to really make those things live around those characters, make the characters live in them, too. I just want to say
2: your note about Cetacean Ops that nobody except you, myself, and Earl, I think, can see is my favorite
1: thing. Oh, I'll just read it. I'll read it right now. Uh, My note is this. How about those beluga whales, pretty horny. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's uh I love them and I expect them to have a fully fleshed out life of their own. I expect uh consumer products. I expect fan yes. fiction. I well, expect you know, the whole thing. they
2: outrank Harry Kim, so they do. got that going for them. <laughs> Yes, they
1: do. Oh my god. Uh Dave, anything else tonight before we uh say goodnight?
3: No, just looking forward to more. Looking Truly. forward
1: to it. Indeed. Excellent. Take Enjoy. care, my friend. Have a good one. Bye. Let's, uh, let's jump over to friend of the show. He's he's one of many, but that doesn't make them any less special on their own. It's Paul. I'm not going to say which Paul until he speak. There he is. There's Paul.
6: <laughs> Presenting all the Pauls. I consider them, you know, just great friends through this through this programming that we've met and had a great time together for real for real yeah well welcome so, to the show and part of that is uh thanks john thanks ashley i want to thank you both for uh, 10 weeks of just amazing stuff it, it believe it or not this all started back when trek vegas was going on because we watched the first one live at 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 vegas oh
1: man you're right and yeah.
6: uh you know michigan sees the change of weather it's not about 40 outside but you know we go from 100 degrees of vegas to now but it, it's just been what a great run and ashley i want to yeah. thank you for all your energy as always i'll never Ooh. forget this is the best
2: <laughs> i always <laughs> drink a cup of coffee before i come on and i feel like that does a lot of the heavy lifting
6: <laughs> we couldn't nice. tell couldn't tell at all no um, i think I, I cover it well <laughs> <laughs> i got to just a couple of real quick points because that green room is full um the ship's animation on the um uh constellation collect- whatever that one the is it looks like archimedes the
1: yeah.
6: yeah wow yeah. have you noticed how that looks almost like the prodigy animation oh no. look yeah. at it real close it is it is amazingly different the detail and i'm not sure the 3d effects on it i don't it just seems like they're trying to slowly upgrade everything not me
2: taking here. notes for if i can refer to this in the future
6: <laughs> yeah I, it, I just noticed it it You know, in the second watch. Um, the other thing was the way the spaceship flipped end over end was really cool. Versus, yes. yes. You know, we watched basically Star Trek five in reverse. You you had the ship spinning and then the planet blow up at the end. Right. Mm-hmm. So. I'd, that was really cool, and it's another thing they can do in animation that they can do in real, real model effects, right? That would be so hard. Well, you could do it, but it'd just be much harder than than drawing it that way. It would
1: take so many passes to do that, and, and that if you did it, you know, with uh, traditional miniatures or anything. But even in CG, I, I I keep trying to wrap my head around what the difference is, and if I try to rationalize it, I think the Cerritos very cleverly so feels like. Um, you, you like hand-drawn animation but then laid over uh, a 3d frame so it has that dimensional effect but you look at the colors and you look at some of the uh just the textures there and it's this mishmash of hand-drawn and 3d then you look at a ship like the archimedes and you just go okay that's ready for the big screen that that just looks like something that was rendered for you, you know uh, a movie or or a live action tv show so those textures were very real it felt very tangible and then in those action scenes where it is flipping over and you see it lose power it it just it felt like you're watching star trek i mean come on you know it's like animation and live action at that point are are sort of the those lines get very blurry and i think it's a very clever use of this show
6: yeah, and it goes, it goes back to my first point. You know, I think you pointed out to me, John, is how different the characters are, are drawn like in that 2D versus that real in-depth 3D of the ships. That's, that's right. a really good point. Yeah. So I know you're, you're busy with lots of people. I got one last thing, probably the best quote <laughs> for me the entire year from the Cat Doctor when um, our friend Tendi goes, like Chad Dax. And she goes, "Who the <laughs> F. is respect. Yes. You no, know, like Spock. Like, yes. It was just roll on the floor laughing twice. I, I just, she is Julian, Julian, what's her uh Miss Vigman? Um, when you had her on, she's yeah. so amazing. Julian, oh, she's, she's just so amazing. so
1: good. And I just, I love that as a choice. It's like, it's one of those things you feel like you can only get away with every now and then if you drop in a swear and then you bleep it out. But when you commit to it and you have Dr. Tana is mm-hmm. just constantly cursing like a drunken sailor. And then you bleep it every time. I, I just, I love that as a character choice.
6: Yeah. yeah just, just amazing. So, so uh, so good. Live long, and prosper, both of you. We'll see you down the line and, uh, Good luck with all the people coming. <laughs>
7: <laughs>
1: Have a great so night, shady. Paul. Thanks, Have you too. Have a great night. Yes, uh, quite the lineup tonight. And Earl from the Earl Green Room has said, you know, they, there's a, a long list here. He's good with going long. We won't keep anybody too, too long. But if we need to, we'll, we'll yeah, go a couple yeah, yeah, of minutes for sure. late. You know, uh, but hey, I, I can't wait to get the story on this uh, because he's calling from a long way away. Here's Matthew. Matthew. <laughs> where where are you? What is going on? Oh, oh, you're mute. Oh, no. Wait.
8: Okay, there we go. There we go. There we go. All, All right. right. No, I'm calling you from my uh, native Hawaii, right? <laughs> <laughs> Aloha. My problem
6: Aloha. Was I,
8: I couldn't figure out how to do the hat and the headphones, but I guess we should go with the headphones. Um,
6: there you <laughs> go. Prep,
8: prep my T-shirt here for <laughs> you. <laughs>
1: oh my god that just does not get old to me at all <laughs> no, Red alarm about- i think is one of the greatest gifts that lower decks has given us
8: red alarm yeah i about want that on the phone I, yeah i asked my wife uh, do we have any red markers she was like what do you need it for it's like something stupid <laughs> <laughs> uh, um
1: that's awesome. I prepped.
8: I'm ready. I got my ukulele, right? Um, I have oh, a, a festive man. drink, right? But it's, it's 1130 in the morning. I have to drive. So it's not actually open yet. Well, Okay, <laughs> but, uh, fair it's, enough. Fair it's enough. my vacation. Um, nice. As far as this episode, um, I don't know, things I was happy to see, of course, were, were cetacean ops. We've been waiting, what, 30 years for that? Yeah, right. Um, well, as, as someone right. in
2: Hawaii, right, the water and the water mammals really speak to you.
8: Yeah, well, about 20 years ago, this is actually New Brunswick, Canada. I was uh, working at the whale camp and we were on boats all the time. So, you know, in um, oh, a few wait. times I would be looking over the side of like this um, clipper ship, right? And the, the dolphins would come out just like that, go, probably saying, Why don't you come skinny dip with us? But uh, <laughs> that would be my assumption
1: that's yeah. I, well now you know now you know what they're saying uh yeah. and all of that untranslated whale
8: speak who knew fun
2: fun fact pretty much all of my family is currently in new brunswick
8: Canada. <laughs> oh, right, but, uh, grand manan island then yeah
2: <laughs> oh grand manan lovely <laughs> yeah 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 wow, very jealous. cool place
8: but um i also got a cold <laughs> from a whale it it, it breached next to us and you know when it, that blowhole when it's stuck it's 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 the whales doing this right and it got on me and the next day i was like sick i was like i got a cold from a whale didn't i oh <laughs> so man gotta be careful That's um pretty cool but- the couple things maybe I was like hoping to see, but didn't quite get was uh, I, I really do want to see our other uh, Boimler still. He, he has not made a return. I thought mm-hmm. he would for the finale mm-hmm. um, that and and the idea last week that um, maybe we get someone like, you know, Michael Dorn showing up, which still hopefully still happened. But uh, mm. I was I was ready for some some wharf or something. So that was cool. Um I like to turn the tables a lot and then start asking the question. So a few things I was thinking of, what do we want to see next season? If you had your writer's hat on, what would be uh, Boimler's next indignity?
3: <laughs> oh,
8: man. Wow.
1: Well, uh, but, you know, it, it, uh, oh, go ahead, Ashley. Go ahead. You
2: have So in the, in not in this episode, but in the previous episode, we saw that cadet kind of side. Someone knows Valerius somewhere screaming his name, and I can't remember him. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> they partner up. The cadet gets promoted to lieutenant before Boimler does. That's what that's the indignity I would pitch off the top of my head.
1: Oh, that's really good. Oh, I like that. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I don't think I, I actually. Yeah, I, I can't top that at all. I mean, I, I love. Uh, I, I love that he had his heroic moment, and, and it wasn't an indignity at all that he nearly drowned. I mean, he he suffered for his heroism. He, he had courage to to do that job. Uh, he survived, thank goodness. I feel like um, you know we are. We have to circle back around to what ha- what is happening to other Boimler. And I think mm-hmm. other Boimler is exceeding and thriving all of Boimler's expectations. I think that'll be the ultimate indignity is, you know, oh. what what could have been. I don't want to be a downer. I think yours is much more fun. <laughs> you <know?
4: laughs>
1: yours is, uh, is
2: much more classic Trek, though, because it's. It's a twist on the mirror universe trope, right? Except they both exist in right the same universe.
8: Right, right, exactly. So I'm um, hoping for um, the thing where um, is it night terrors where Jordy and TNG turns into that weird, like, kind of grayish, veiny oh, thing. Oh Ooh. my gosh, I haven't thought about
2: that in so long. I went, oh. I went,
8: I went. Boimler to have a run of that uh, illness. <laughs> nice. I wouldn't nice. be mad
2: about it. Honestly, that'd be fun.
8: <laughs> that would be. And, uh, Anything else that in I my, got? Uh, just one thing, being in my, uh, my, my native Hawaii or Japan or whatever it is. Um, <laughs> I, I actually have a really nice like, tatami room door behind me, but nope, nope, didn't do it tonight. Uh, <laughs> but, um, oh, well. Since you're in California, what, what is the next California class ship need to be? The next name, you get a title one.
1: Uh, look, I, I'm going to steal this directly from Norman uh, because Norman has nailed it. And, yes. uh, he, and he's right. It needs to be San Luis Obispo. <laughs> because the shirt needs to be what we call it out here, slow, S L O. So you need a slow shirt, and then um, maybe a pack led gets it. We don't know, but uh, but I think it's San Luis Obispo is it. Yeah. They do Maybe a good
2: job at picking tiny little towns too. So I would also offer up Bakersfield because that's funny to be.
1: <laughs> uh, Bakersfield, uh, Solvang, Reseda. Um, Solvang. Solvang yes! would Showing be great. Showing out for the Danes. <laughs> yes. I would love that if we had one. So I've
8: only spent a week in California. We went to a tiny uh, mining town called Darwin where I started exploring the mines like an idiot. So I'm I'm going with that one.
6: <laughs> I love
1: it.
8: You're going to love it. <laughs> I love it. That's
1: awesome, man. Matthew, thank you so much for calling in from uh, sunny Hawaii, Japan. Very and, good. Uh, <laughs> we'll catch
8: you later.
1: All right. We'll see you next time. Bye bye. Aloha. Um, I'm so excited. Uh, standing by, we're going to uh, do a uh, a quick break here for just a second, if you'll indulge me. But standing by, Alfredo, Joseph, Cherie, John Arminio, and Sam. So excited Woo! to talk to all of you. So please be patient. And uh, give me just a second to welcome everybody to. The Mission Log Patreon, which is at patreon.com slash mission log. Of course, you can get swag. You can get exclusives there. Uh, You have the Mission Log Discord, which truly has become an incredible community on its own. You heard Paul mention it earlier today. Also, Paul, he's there. All the Pauls are there. That's where we hang out. That's where we chat, and we love it. And today, we dropped a very special interview, literally minutes after we finished it, We talked to Mike McMahon today. So it was great. Mike, uh, in all of his unfettered, uncensored glory, uh, we (laughs) talked about the wrap of season two. We talked about, and I, I will not spoil it here. We talked about... How he sees the future of Luradex and how much Luradex he wants to do. So, if you want to hear that, you need to go listen to the full interview. Now, there will be an edited version that goes out in the supplemental feed for Mission Log. Uh, if not tonight, then tomorrow. But all the exclusives, all the uh, uninterrupted, unedited stuff that goes to patreoncom slash log go check it out. It's great. And then stick around for the discord because you can chat with us live about that week's mission log. So that's it. You know what to do. Patreon.com slash mission log. We'll see you there. Enough of my yammering. Let's go to our next guest. So glad to see him again calling into the show. It is Alfredo calling from the bridge of the USS Enterprise, which is lit up and gorgeous. And it's awesome to see you again, Alfredo. (laughs) Welcome to the show.
7: Hi, thank you. Good to see you again. Uh love to see you uh, in Vegas last time. Oh, uh, absolutely. But you were there. It was great uh, to see you with Larry Nemechek. Uh, hey,
1: hey, he is uh, quite the uh, Trek expert. I, I aspire to that level of trek expertdom.
7: Uh, I got the <laughs> chance to tour his wife in Mexico City a couple of years ago. So. Oh, excellent. If, if you ever come here, I'll do the tour for you.
1: <laughs> oh done i uh, done i yeah i'm down excellent okay well what's uh, uh, what's on your mind tonight about lower deck alfredo
7: well a uh, lot of things, but uh, basically is uh I constantly forget that it was uh an animation show
3: mm-hmm. I kept mm-hmm. getting
7: excited about the story i got about what I was watching uh, about the ships of course we need eagle moss working overtime here yes, <laughs> yes. yes please please we, we need we need uh the archimedes we need we need uh, we need uh, N- naked Cerritos, too yeah oh please, my god yes. Yes. yes yeah uh, but also uh i think that the great thing that lower decks has been doing both seasons is that uh You're having fun during the season and suddenly the season finale surprises you and makes you emotional and gives you thrills and gives you adventure and surprises, of course, before it was a Titan. Now we have all this, all the story that keeps going and also a big uh, best of both worlds-ish ending with a To Be Continued. But
1: mm-hmm.
7: only that this time, at least we know there's a next season coming. Right, <laughs> right,
1: right. <Yeah.
4: laughs>
7: very true.
1: You know, um, it. Oh, it, wait, is that just spontaneously happened in your room there? A little uh, uh, bridge noise.
3: Bridge noise. That's my cell phone. <laughs> I,
1: I love it. No, I love it.
2: He's popular, John. Not that I, we're I, not as popular.
1: I know clearly. Yeah, uh, th- <laughs> that is one of the things that I I, I feel like. There are it is less so now, but maybe ten plus years ago, twenty plus years ago, uh, the stigma that animation is a method of storytelling that is only worthy for you no know, kids fair and and things that are to be taken less seriously. And mm-hmm. certainly Lower Decks is a comedy show and they lead with comedy. But I don't think any of us would be as excited and excited about the prospect of more lower mm-hmm. decks if they weren't absolutely nailing the character stuff and the storytelling. So it shows that animation is just this very flexible, uh, it, it, it's, it's not a genre, it, it's it is simply a method of storytelling mm-hmm. that allows you to do many different things. And they've used it to their full advantage here, uh, being able to tell heartfelt, as well as funny, as well as this week, very dramatic stories, incredibly
7: that, that, well. The show is a cartoon, but it's not cartoonish. Oh. You know, that, well that, said. The hum- humor is coming from the characters. It's not because they're making something ridiculous or stupid or cartoony.
1: Yeah, yeah. See that? What you just said that should be the blurb that goes on the DVD mm-hmm. box. Truly. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. um, Alfredo, any other thoughts tonight before we say goodbye?
7: Uh, I'll just keep watching you guys and waiting for the next shows and hope I can still come, come on with you guys. I, but it's always a thrill to talk to you. Oh, yeah. I,
1: you are absolutely welcome back. Anytime. We look forward to the next.
7: Okay. Thank you.
1: All right. Cheers. Bye. Take care. All right. And now we get to say hello to Joseph who has been waiting patiently. 40, Joseph, 40, welcome 40, to the show.
6: 40, 40, 40, 40, 40. 40, 40
1: what is 40, that
6: 40 40, <laughs> 40, 40, 40, 40 40
1: 40 that is 40 the strangest 40, 40,
6: thing. 40.
2: 40, 40.
1: Maybe 40, we're having technical 40, difficulties 40, with Joseph?
2: You know, I feel like it's only fitting at this point.
1: Was that one of those Beatles experimental albums? They landed finally on number nine, but they were experimenting with the different numbers before they got, they got
2: there. How, how far do you think they got? How far do you think Geofield got them? 40,
1: yeah, I, you know. To hundred? Yeah, could be. Well, Joseph, we'll put you on hold for the time being. We'll 40, jump over to 40, our uh, 40, next caller, 40, and we'll uh, we'll 40. come back to you momentarily. So we, uh, yeah. So we're we're gonna let that pause for a moment. We'll let Earl Green, technical maestro, take care of that while we go over and say hello to Sheree. Shree. Oh, I love this Shri Mugato in the uh, in, in the the name ID there. Shree, welcome to the show. How are you? And if you start just repeating numbers, <laughs> we'll know the problems on our end. Oh, I believe you're muted. Let's see here. There you are.
9: All
2: right. There
1: Welcome. We
2: you know, Mercury's Yay. out of retrograde today. We're just getting the last couple reps in. That's there all. There you <laughs> go. There you go.
1: That's it. Yes. Sure, sure. <laughs> What's happening tonight, Sheree? What's on oh, your mind? Oh,
9: cetacean
4: ops. <laughs> yes, girl. We yes. have little
9: Uniforms. <laughs> It's like Mike McMahon pulled my brain open and looked inside and <laughs> saw what I wanted.
1: <laughs> Brilliant. Brilliant. So it's everything you wanted in Cetacean. That's how you pictured it in your head when they mentioned it on TNG all those years ago.
9: I, well, I when I first learned about Cetacean Ops, I was like, well, they need to be wearing uniforms. I, I need to see them in uniforms. I think we're wearing uniforms.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I get the impression that these beluga whales are like very happy and excited about having uniforms. Mm-hmm. Like, yes. they, they certainly have a great disposition. So um, yeah, and they they seem to be part of the team and very friendly, <laughs> very very friendly.
9: A little too friendly. <laughs> <laughs> I would have I would have liked to see some more dolphins, but I can I can understand where Cerritos is smaller, so they probably don't have as many. As many of the marine life. Uh, they probably have a smaller cetacean ops in the Enterprise, so they might yeah. not have as many of the dolphins.
1: <laughs> head, Very true.
9: head cannon accepted. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. There you go. So, what else are you thinking about the episode? I mean, other than there are huge excitement. I had I had ops. to
9: write notes, so I'm just not like rambling, gushing because like I loved everything.
1: Oh, wonderful, wonderful, <laughs> lay just, it on us. Yeah, I was Join so happy me in
2: my yelling. <laughs> yeah, so
9: happy, so happy. Like like Ashley, I also want to see Jen and Mariner kiss. Yeah. <laughs>
3: like, no
9: and I, I I just feel like they they gave us a hint when Mariner's like you know you think about me all the time with your stupid little butt she knows her butt butt. she's thinking Uh, about Jen's butt that's (laughs) good yeah
1: that's good insight
9: probably pretty good with all that yoga so
1: (laughs) 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 nice nice
9: but yeah I just I just loved everything it was visually stunning I'm so glad that um I I usually eat dinner while I'm watching it, but uh, I had eaten before, so I wasn't eating anything to distract me because a lot of times I I will look away from the screen a lot. And just I was so glad I I didn't because all of it was so beautiful, Um, especially when, like, it explodes and they have to take the hole off and everything. Mm -hmm. It's visually stunning movie level drama.
3: Uh
0: (laughs) Indeed. I Agreed. think that,
9: that makes the stakes so much better. Like the stakes makes the, the comedy so much better because we care about the characters. And I think that that makes it all line up so much better. And I was, I was so happy. Like at first, like I was surprised that they went with like a smaller, like guest star. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause I feel like at this point they could pull in like a Michael Dorn or some, someone like that. But mm-hmm. I was thinking, along the lines of, like, morals, meanings, and messages, it's, like, it's great for the lower decks. It's perfect to have someone like Sonia Gomez, because, you know, she she came basically from the lower decks and, like, clearly promoted up to captain. So I think that's sort of the message of having her there.
1: Well, and, you know, that's the kind of thing that I like, is that we were all excited when we got Riker at the end of Last year we were all excited when we got Riker at the end of mm-hmm. uh, of Picard, but i, I don 't want every series to give us the same build up and payoff and the mm-hmm. same anticipation and payoff. So I like the idea of slipping in that kind of very unexpected character like Sonia Gomez. And if you are going to do something with, say, Worf, as was mentioned earlier, you know, don't just save that for the big payoff. Hey, look, we got a guest star. Like, let that character have a reason to be there. That's why I was so glad that uh, Riker wasn't just treated like the, um, you know, sort of like a, a token guest star in this. Like, mm-hmm. no, when they brought him back, he was there for good reasons, and we further developed the the uh, character of Riker, you know, they, they yeah. gave him stuff to do. So, I yeah. I hope they.
9: I respect it. that they 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 did. I think I feel like they did that with Sonia. Um, mm-hmm. I agree. I
1: definitely they,
9: that, that agree. was their story. So they weren't going to be yeah. like, well, we could bring in like a bigger name actor, but that's not what the story is about. So, I respect that they they stuck with like the having the story be more important. And, yeah. and I also, also, I also think how many they... female captains there are. I love I love this show for that. Yes, I also think
2: in terms of what we do here, it's kind of more fun when they're a deep cut or a specific reference. As a put look, uh, I mean, I hope everyone shows up. I hope Jordy shows up and and Deanna and everyone, everyone. Um, but to be like, oh, the girl who spilled her co-, like, are you kidding me? That's amazing. <laughs> I, I think that that's where Loridex inhabits. I think particularly with. Um, We've seen some of those people in live action, like on Picard and stuff like that. So I, I don't know. I kind of like seeing the the smaller characters revisited. I think it's fun.
1: Yeah. By the way, a uh, brilliant suggestion from Chris Riker in the chat. We need to see Doctor Salar. Susie yes. Plaxen, I totally Co-side. agree. Yes, that needs to happen. Uh, let's see. Tate recommends, uh, what about Jellicoe? And uh, oh, by the way, speaking of other captains, uh, I wrote down some <laughs> of my favorite dialogue from the episode where uh, Mariner refers to the new captain possibly being some weirdo with a riding crop,
3: <laughs> which <Yep>. was
1: great. <laughs> great. Uh, also, love um, uh, when they were talking about Captain Freeman Day. Isn't that a craft day for toddlers? Not anymore. <laughs> Which... Oh
2: the, the callback of the sign was excellent. <laughs> yes,
1: yes, yes, and then even Citation Ops, even they refer to That's it for as calves. like, yeah, it's for calves. <laughs> so good, so good. Uh, yeah, there were just a, a ton of great lines. He, even Shaq saying, oh, "You're lucky I'm so spiritually centered, or I'd snap." And I hope everybody laughed as much as I did when Billups just loses it with a tirade of profanities. They get leaked <laughs> constantly brilliant great choice to save him for stuff like that so good yeah
9: i did want to ask you guys uh because i know that you were talking earlier about that to be continued um mm. and like it didn't stress me out like normally to to be continued do. they usually like stress me out because i want to know what happens next and i hate cliffhangers but <laughs> um I feel like we kind of know it's going to be okay. Like I, we know what ultimately is going to happen. We just don't know how we're going to get there. That's the more interesting part. So I'm sad that I have right. to wait a year to figure out how we get there, but we know she's going to be okay.
7: Right. Um,
9: and I just, I just want to know like uh, what you guys think of, because um actually i i saw the ready room interview with mike mcmahon and he was almost trying to be like oh you know did 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 captain freeman do it i'm like come on mike you know we know we know we know know she didn't do it yeah
2: (laughs) he he got ndas to worry about though (laughs) yeah it
9: might be that i also kind of i would love to see maybe something call back to like the the star trek movie where uh kirk they 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 have a clip of Kirk's personal log where he's like, I'll never forgive the Klingons for the death of my son.
4: Oh, I wonder if they're going yeah. like to pull oh, yeah. something
9: from Freeman's personal logs about the packlets.
1: Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> oh, I like that bit of speculation. Nice, <laughs> nice. Well, excellent. and the good news is, you know, we know that because of animation's schedule and the type of lead time they have, you know, they've already knocked out that story. So they're yeah. already doing it, and I can't wait to see what comes next. I, I guess the To Be Continued doesn't really bother me in the respect that, yeah, I would like to know the story, but like you mm-hmm. just said, we know that Freeman is coming back. We know that Freeman didn't set off a bomb under Pac-Led City on planet Pac-Led, <laughs> underneath a lot of Pac-Leds in the Pac-Led system, you know, Um <laughs> We know that or she if, didn't or do if it. she
2: did, she's been really busy on those off-screen moments where we're not yeah. watching her. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly, exactly. So uh, it's just the the interest, and you know, keep us coming back for the next season. So, mm-hmm. excellent, Sheree. Any other uh, parting thoughts before um, we say Just night? that
9: I feel like this is like an animated series for the for next gen. Um, Even though it does, it, it, it obviously has some of the next gen characters, but it's not, it's not specifically the next gen characters, but it's kind of like we got an animated series for in the next generation. And I think sure. that's one of the things I love about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, I totally agree. Sheree, thank you for calling. Great to <laughs> see you as always. And uh, until next time. I'll
9: miss you guys. <laughs>
1: hey, we'll Bye. be back around. All right. Yeah, until <laughs> next year. Uh, yeah. see
9: you later.
1: <laughs> and uh, let's see. Hopefully the uh, audio mysteries have solved themselves, so we can go over and try Joseph again. Oh, he's got a, a mic, Joseph. Uh, let's see. Let's take you off mute. How are you doing?
4: Uh, apparently, a lot better with this microphone. Yes!
1: Wow. Night and day. <laughs> night and day. Now, how are you doing tonight?
4: All right. Yeah. the The other mic was the uh, was the stream cam one, and I've never had that happen before.
1: Well, there's the first Just time for everything. Yeah, it was fascinating <laughs> what came through. So yeah, and
4: and, <laughs> I, and I couldn't hear it on this end. I asked <laughs> to ask them what was happening and he says, well, "Well, we kept getting something that was like 40 40 40 yes. yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And and I'm like, "Well, uh this wasn't uh this wasn't like, you know, Revolution 9 part 2." Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right?
6: Yep. Yep.
4: But uh, so I figured, let me try another microphone on it. You know, I'm going through a USB interface. I figured, let me let me uh, let me try that out and see what happens. So hey, you sound like a million bucks. So uh, what uh, what is on your mind I tonight? I, this about... is a sure mic. Yeah, oh, see, there you go, <laughs>
1: there you go. So uh, what are your thoughts tonight about Lower Decks?
4: Well, I have to confess, I have only seen season one so far because oh. I- I do not have uh Spoilers. I do not have Paramount Plus yeah, or any boy, of that. Boy, we really so.
1: spoiled it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh,
4: uh, uh. Well, well, I'm I'm okay with it cuz by the time it comes around I'll probably forget of have uh have forgotten half of it, so that's fine. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But uh I'm what I'm hoping for is that you know th- there are some original series cast members that have not had a chance to appear on any of the series Yet, namely, uh, William Shatner, mm. Nichelle Nichols, um, Walter Koenig, and George Takei both appeared on uh, Star Trek: uh, The New Voyages. Right, mm-hmm. uh, where uh, where uh, Walter Koenig got to reprise Chekhov as his older self, where they where he ages up and then becomes his right age. Um, mm-hmm. But and that was that was a very good episode of that, and it would be nice to see some because this is animation, and uh, you know th- they can get Captain Kirk back in in some capacity, hologram, you know. Yeah. No, you, you know what? Uh,
1: as you are talking about it, there's something that you may have caught going back to season one uh, toward the end. I can't remember if it was in the last episode or the next to last episode where uh, I think it's Mariner looking at a pad, seeing Kirk but it's mm-hmm. animated Kirk. It, it's yes. T.A.S. Kirk. Remember that? Yeah, yeah so mm-hmm. it was from the animated series. Yeah, so you literally could do something like that because they exist in that form in this world that uh, that Lower Decks has created. So whether it's a historical record or a holodeck or whatever, you could have those characters with those voices. You know, Sadly, we don't have Jimmy Doohan anymore because he did all the male voices on (laughs) the (laughs) animated series that weren't Shatner or Nimoy or uh, Takei. But, um, but yeah, they could do something very clever like that. I, uh, I would, I would be down for that.
4: Yeah. I would, I would definitely uh, love to see them do that because it's not like that show isn't known for callbacks. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah, they, you know, they, they throw could in about a dozen everywhere. or two in every episode. So, yes, yes. Well, all right, tell
1: us this, have you gotten to the end of season
4: 1? Yeah, I got through into the entirety of season 1. Okay,
1: good. All right. So, you saw the the dramatic build, you saw the big uh payoff in the in the big dramatic moments of that. Mm-hmm. So, I'll just encourage you that uh season 2 even more so, I think these last two episodes have just been incredible. So uh, when you mm. get around to it, you'll have a lot to enjoy there.
4: Yeah. So are are you guys going to be doing that, uh, like you're c- covering these on Mission Log in a decade or so? Or, uh, <laughs> 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 I, uh, I I have been trying to keep up. I've been listening since the first episode. Wow! Thank and I, you. And I'm only uh, I'm only a couple behind at the moment. So uh, wow! I, I've been trying to keep up. Well, well, thank you for that.
1: Yeah, uh, there, there, there are plans afoot. You know, Norman and I still have to go through. Uh, we're going to finish up DS9. We're going to do Voyager. We're going to do Enterprise. So there's a few years to go with those, presumably then the JJ movies, because in order mm-hmm. of release, those came next. And uh, then it's a big question about how we handle modern Trek because modern Trek storytelling is very different. Uh, but I, yeah, there you go. Ashley's <laughs> giving a hand signal for exactly what that Nobody is. Nobody
0: can see me. It's yeah. A
1: visual medium. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it'll be it'll be different. I've talked to Rod about it, and uh, we'll you know we'll announce something in due time.
4: Yeah. By the way, mind if I ask you a question? Totally on a like a totally different tangent here. That's fine, and and then after that we'll uh, we'll have to move on. We've got two all more callers standing up. All right. By. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this it's just hopefully a quick one. The trill. Originally on Next Generation they were quite different from where they wound up on Deep Space Nine. Um So wait, you're saying that Star Trek isn't perfectly
1: internally consistent from hello, episode hello, to hello. episode, season <laughs> to season? I, it's I'm not. shocked. I'm it's shocked.
4: Not. Oh yeah. No well well the the first episode, the trill, the personality seemed to be entirely the the symbiont. Uh
6: huh. Yeah. And
4: and the uh the um the host's personality was pretty much subdued. When the symbiont went into Riker, it was the symbiont, not Riker.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah yeah and
4: it it wasn't it wasn't uh, whatever the symbiont's – like it wasn't like uh you know Riker or whatever the symbiont's name was you know it was just the symbiont uh, then when when we got to deep space nine they made it a bit more i guess the word I'm looking for is equitable mhm because it seemed like the host was more like a slave to the symbiont. <laughs> Yeah. And, and could have
1: just been something to do with uh, yeah they they hadn't fully worked out if those were going to be a thing that came back so you write the story oh, yeah. oh, that yeah. you're so writing you, at the moment and yeah
4: so you so you so yeah. you could just blow that you could just blow that off because it always bothered me they yeah. they they made all these rules about you know about the trill later on that were totally ignored retroactively in the uh, you know in next generation like oh trills aren't supposed to take up with their old lives yeah. Right. And yeah. you know, in, in, in the meantime you had the trill going uh through three different hosts, or two different hosts rather, uh well three including the original one, um and we're all going after Doctor Crusher. And it was I, like <laughs> Indeed.
1: Yeah. Well, it, Joseph, I, I yeah. agree, and this is fascinating stuff. We need to stay on topic to oh, uh, lower decks, and no no hey, th- this is good yeah. stuff for a regular mission log, and uh, we, we can talk about it over there in our discord, Facebook and wherever, and uh, we will we will dive deeply into okay. trill myth well, and legend.
4: Okay. <laughs> I, I am oh, great. I am looking forward to season two of uh, of lower decks whenever I can get my hands on that
1: excellent (laughs) well and and certainly call us back then as well all right all right will do have a great night cheers joseph all right folks so those of you who are sticking around we are running a little bit late tonight but you know what we have so many great calls so why wouldn't we stick around a little late and take (laughs) more of these great calls so welcome to the show john john arminio how are you doing tonight i'm
10: i'm great thank you for uh having me on you know, past eleven. I appreciate it. <laughs>
1: well, thank you for staying up. it's uh, eight in our
2: time zone, so uh, we got well, nothing yeah, to It is.
1: Out. It is <laughs> and thank you to Earl for staying up. He's in a yes. different time zone. So yeah, thank you. Thank you. Uh what is on your mind tonight about the finale of Lower Decks? Um, you know, I, season two.
10: Yeah. yeah. This uh you know, Lower Decks is a show that just continues to subvert and defy my expectations because I'm usually not somebody who ships characters. <laughs> but I don't think what? I've ever.
1: <laughs> s- you, you just internally triggered internally. Screamed,
10: "Are you two gonna kiss or what?" Yes. <laughs> when Rutherford said, "I can't forget Tendy again," my yes. heart. Oh. one of the sweetest things I've ever seen on television. Oh, yeah, and the fact that he has triple backups of every memory of her. Yes, is such. Like a romantic gesture, and it's not even intentionally romantic, which makes it even more romantic. Oh it's just so adorable. Like their their affection for each other is so innocent, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but also, I'm just, even with that. I'm just so like. all
1: right so two things about that one yes you nailed it absolutely about the beauty of that gesture and i love billips's follow-up line like well if you aren't making new memories what's the point yeah beautifully said that's like perfectly said and i loved rewind a little bit in the episode when they're walking around the cerritos visiting their favorite spots and then total you know the subtext of the scene is something very different i love the cerritos yeah, you know what? I really love this. three. They love each other, but they're yeah. talking about the ship yes, and it was yes. beautiful and it was great. Yes. Yeah. Love that scene.
10: And the fact that he's willing to delete the backups of the memories means he has faith in the strength mm. of their friendship. He has faith in the abilities of his crewmates that he's not going to need those backups anymore. Yeah. So he's those backups are really just his insecurity about losing that connection to tendy again but he knows that with the strength of the friendship and the connections he has with his crewmates he he's not gonna have to lose them again
1: right perfectly said exactly thank you uh anything else on your mind
10: uh no, I I will uh step aside and, and scream to the heavens uh <laughs> yeah.
2: <"Kiss>, damn you <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, when they do, you must call
3: back and I, we must I talk will. about it. Yes.
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. You you and Ashley definitely have uh have bonded over this. Uh, Thanks for totally all right here. Here. Awesome. All right, well John, take care, have a great night. You too. Thank you And uh, Sam, thank you so much for sticking around late. Uh, I I love it. People in the chat are saying, you know, look, it's a season finale. It's supposed to run 20% longer. That's what Dave says. And uh, Tate says, but our bedtime. So thank you, everybody, who's sticking around just a few minutes uh, after. Really appreciate it uh, because I'm dying to know what Sam has to say. Sam, all the way from from our uh, Patreon Discord as well. Love seeing you there for our uh, weekly chats there. What's on your mind Tonight, yeah. Um, I,
11: I, uh, I like I've been liking lord x more and more every time. Uh, I think, I think last week was my favorite episode so far, the, oh, the wow. second to last one for yeah. sure. Um, so I was trying to think what, what about this one? And th- this one is like the, the cinematic one again, um, you know, for the season. And, uh, so what I was comparing it to was the, the big operation of, of the whole thing coming together and them having to take it panel by panel is cinematic. And I think the way, the reason it feels cinematic to me is because it that's that's what they do in the movies. Yeah. The ship is always okay until the movies. And then it's like things come apart in ships mm-hmm. and movies. Yeah, uh, the, the the saucer comes off or they crash on a planet or it's destroyed. Um, but it, it specifically reminded me of First Contact where they're all outside trying to take the deflector dish off. So this is just that, but more because
1: every panel has to come off. Right. Um, yeah. So that's what I was thinking of the most. And, and can I just mention something here that is... Um... You know, look, I, I've said before on the live show that we're not here to just blow smoke about new Star Trek. You know, we, we're we giving genuine opinions here, and certainly we welcome if there are critiques or, or problems that people have with modern Trek. Um, I happen to think that even the things that I criticize about Lower Decks don't take away from my enjoyment of Lower Decks. I think it is an exceptional show, and I, I want to... Kind of piggyback on something you're saying there about why I think it's so exceptional. What we just saw in the last episode and in this finale, they prove what Star Trek can do when it's really confident about its own storytelling.
6: Mm-hmm. One of
1: my criticisms about Discovery and about Picard has been well, we're trying to tell this story where every season it's the end of the universe. And if we don't do this one thing, the entire universe will collapse and wipe out all life everywhere. Okay, how many times are we going to do that? Because what I just saw in these last two episodes of Lower Decks was a story about people and a story about a mission and a story about working together to do one task. And you know what? It was inspiring and it was funny. And as we all saw with the, uh, you know, the Rutherford and Tendy scenes, it, it was heartfelt mm-hmm. and it was dramatic. Those scenes of the Archimedes losing power and in and, and free fall, those scenes of pulling the hull plates off the Cerritos and racing to the rescue, it was dramatic. And the music was great and it made my heart rate go up, seeing like, wow, I'm invested in this story. And it was just about the moment. It was about what they had to do then. It wasn't about all life as we know it ceasing to exist. So it shows to me that there is a real focus on what these stories can and should be to keep me coming back week after week.
6: Mm
1: -hmm. I'll put the soapbox away for now, but thank you for inspiring me with that. (laughs) I I totally agree
11: with the, the small um, mission. It was getting, I I thought also it was getting too much where it was like, everything was at stake all the time. And, Mm it didn't it doesn't have to be like that it can very much just be this one thing i did it, it was kind of a weird dynamic in this episode because so they got they got put off to the side and that was kind of the point in the beginning is that like you're just going to stay over here uh, and we probably don't need you and then the whole thing went sideways um, but we all we saw the scenes on the other ship of them trying so like, it wasn't mm-hmm. like they were just completely stranded. So there was a little bit of a question as I was watching the episode of is like, are they going to find a way out? And then all the work that this Rios was doing was unnecessary at the end. Like, I was a little worried that was going to happen, um, yeah. but in the end it didn't happen that way. So it was just more interesting to say, okay, yeah, the other ship, they're also really trying and we get to see that, but they're just so out of options. Yeah. that try as they might uh, they needed the cerritos
1: and and they all got to be heroes which is the kind of thing that it, it is a valid criticism of lower Dixing and say well they can't just be a ship of people who aren't good at their jobs like no they, they can still be second tier they can still not be the flagship um, but they're They are good. They do have skills, and they do have bravery and courage and uh, technical know-how, and we get to let that shine when it's the right time to shine. Uh, Sam? Thank you so much. We stuck around a little late and yeah, uh folks thanks. are saying uh, uh good night. And uh they're 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 also saying uh Paul says here, we need a lower decks movie. And I do not disagree with yes. you, Paul. Yes, I think you're right. Uh so Sam, thank you for helping us uh close out the show tonight. Till next time. Yeah. All right, and Ashley See you later. I can't believe we've arrived here at the end of season two. And that we can take a couple our...
2: more callers, you know. We
1: end. Are... <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> Look, it, I, seriously, before we say goodnight to each other, is there anything in your notes or any any burning thoughts about this finale that you need to get across before we uh, before we call it?
2: I said this last week, but I think it's truer this week. This is my favorite episode that we got of the series so far, which is incredible because I feel like I've been saying that all season, every episode has been my favorite episode of the series Mm -hmm. so far. Uh, I'm so honored that you asked me to come on and talk about the series. And uh you know, it was it was a uh, it was mentioned before me earlier, but I've also been listening since Mission Log launched. So <laughs> this continues to be such a treat and such a joy. So just thank you for having me, and uh, I'll see you in like a year or whatever.
1: I guess so. I love <laughs> I love having you as part of the family, Ashley. And uh, we we will do something a year from now or sooner if we can. All right. Oh, okay. Fun. Well, with that said, Mission Log Live is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment. Executive producer Rod Roddenberry. Technical production on Mission Log and Mission Log Live provided by the incremental Earl Green. Be sure to visit podcast.roddenberry.com for the latest from Roddenberry Podcast. If you'd like to support Mission Log directly, give us a look, please, at patreon.com slash mission log. Thanks to everyone who joined us live or later. Stay safe. Stay healthy. We look forward to talking with you next week.